for Mike Tyson. He looks almost bored as they call to the center of the ring by the referee. The stage is set. We're set to go. Bob Sheridan here. You see Mike Tyson in the black trucks on his shoulder. And Buster Douglas. to welcome everybody to my podcast i am your gracious host jupiter nine and in today's illustrious podcast you know what i'm saying we're gonna talk about iron mike tyson man iron mike tyson the allegedly great (laughs) iron mike tyson overrated iron Mike Tyson. Now, growing up, you know, I was a Mike Tyson fan. Being a young boxing fan, you know, my grandpops, he was a, you know, a boxer in the military, you know what I mean? So, he was a huge boxing fan and I remember growing up watching boxing with my grandpops, you know what I'm saying? He'd be chilling in the room, his room, his little room with his dog, Sinbad and which was a Rockweiler, you know? And that dog loved my grandpa's, man. My, my grandpa's used to feed that dog, like, normal food. Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't feed him dog food. 
he fed him like roast beef and and chicken and and and, and hamburgers like hell that dog fed, he he ate better than we did growing up you know and when my grandpa's passed away in 90 what was it like 93 92 or something like that you know uh <laughs> My grandmoms, like, she would uh, try to feed him dog food, and he'd be looking at that stuff like, yo, what is this? I don't know what this is. Like, the dog really didn't know what regular dog food was. Know what I mean? Like, he would look at, like, dog food, like, I'm not, what is this? I'm supposed to eat this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Where's my roast beef? Where's my chicken? Where's my pork? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, my grandpops didn't treat him like any, like, normal dog, so... He would get stuff like cereal and and Fruit Loops and cornflakes and I'm not even sure that stuff is even good for dogs like cereal and all that um, cornflakes and all that type of stuff, you know. But um, anyway, so I grew up a boxing fan. Still is a, still am a boxing fan. Not like I used to be boxing. Like like I say, sports overall is not what it used to be, man. Like you know what I'm saying, like. There used to be a genuine love for the, the the sport that a lot of athletes would play back in the day. You know, like a lot of the the, the the athlete stars from back in the day genuinely loved what they did. And you can see it on the field. Like they didn't do it just for the money. They did it for the love of the sport. And that's why I think it's missing from a lot of the athletes today. They don't genuinely love the sport. They're just doing it for a check. You know what I'm saying? They're just doing it for a check. And that can take away from like a lot of your passion if you don't really genuinely love the sport. There are some players that still come into, you know, football, basketball, boxing that genuinely love their sport that they do. They love what they do. And it's it's very few in between now because of, you know, the salaries that a lot of these athletes are making now, you know, in football, you know, they're getting outrageous salaries now. And baseball, they always had outrageous salaries, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not... I'm not really a baseball fan all too much like that. I am a Mets fan. I will catch a Mets game here and there, you know, if a Mets game is on. But I didn't grow up in that era where, you know, baseball was the thing over everything else. You know what I'm saying? That was like my grandpa's era, you know what I mean? And he loved baseball, you know what I'm saying? Um, So, you know, being a boxing fan growing up, you know what I'm saying? Watching Iron Mike knock every dude out, you know what I'm saying? Young, he's a young kid, won the championship at what 19 years old or something like that, uh, knocking grown ass men out. You know what I'm saying? It was very, very, it's very um, interesting and it was very, very exciting to see that. Like, man, this guy, young as hell, just you know, cleaning up floor with these boxers, you know. But as you get older, you get smarter and. Now that I'm 45, you know, when Mike Tyson was doing his thing in the 80s, I was in, I was, uh, what, 11, 12, or something like that. So I didn't really get the gist of, you know, what he was doing and how, if it was special or not, you know what I'm saying? So um, me being 45 now and looking back on his career, I'm like, damn, he, did he really honestly fight anybody to get that title of being one of the greats? And you look back on his career and you like, he didn't really fight nobody, man. If you really, really look at it, like he didn't fight nobody like a, a Muhammad Ali in his era. He didn't fight nobody like a um, um, Fraser in his era. He didn't fight. Hell, he didn't even fight nobody like George Foreman in his era. And 
I truly believe that if George Foreman was in his in Tyson's era, that George Foreman would knock his head off. I think George Foreman would easily beat Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? In a boxing match, and, I, and I'm just being dead ass right now. Like George Foreman would easily beat Mike Tyson. Foreman in his prime and Mike Tyson's prime. I'll take Foreman over Tyson any day. Why? Because Mike Tyson had an issue with guys with long reach that was bigger than him at times. You know what I'm saying? And he had an issue with people who had uh, a little bit of defense. And that's what happened with, you know, when he fought Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis used his reach and size on Mike. And even people say, oh, well, Tyson was past his prime. Well, shit, Lennox Lewis was past his prime as well. When he fought Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis was not in his prime when he fought Lennox Lewis. You know what I'm saying? The same goes with um, Evander Holyfield. And Vandy Holyfield at the time when he fought Tyson, you can say Tyson was beyond his prime when he fought on Vander Holyfield. Well, I mean, Vander Holyfield was past his prime when he fought Tyson. So that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse at all. And now you got Tyson talking about, you know, he got a 13 second count. You know what I'm saying? When Buster Douglas knocked him out, knocked him down, he gave him a 13 second count. And he they actually did, but they also gave Tyson a long count too as well. So Tyson can't use that as an excuse, you know. It was all fun and good when you were knocking everybody out, all these bums out, all these plumbers out, Tyson. It was all fun and dandy until you got knocked out the first time and then you making excuses. Now he's making excuses that Buster Douglas got a 13-second count. You know what I'm saying? But you also too, when you knocked out Buster Douglas, you know what I'm saying, with that that hook in the uh in the fifth round, I think it was. You, you, uh, uh, Doug, um, no, yeah, Douglas got a, uh, um, no, you got a, when you got knocked out in the eighth round, you got a 13 second count as well. So you can just avoid that out, Tyson. But people, people are too quick to give people the title of great when they're really not, you know what I mean? When he fought a Valen Holyfield, he bit his ear off out of frustration because he didn't know how to uh, get to Vander Holyfield. You know what I'm saying? Because Vander Holyfield had good defense. And he had a good offense as well. He had a good counter offense. So, you know, people want to give Tyson his title of being one of the greats. I don't think so. I think, like I said, I think George Foreman would knock his... I would think George Foreman would knock him out beat Tyson easily. Easily would have beat Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Easily. Muhammad Ali would have destroyed Tyson. Muhammad Ali was just too fast, too quick on his feet, uh, and just Tyson, uh, Muhammad Ali could take a punch. And now that I'm looking back on it, Tyson really didn't have a a, 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 a a solid jaw. Like, he was easily knocked down. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to show and prove that Tyson was, he fought a bunch of bums. He didn't fight nobody. Tyson didn't fight nobody. You know what I'm saying? He did not fight nobody. He had a total of fights. He had a total of 58 fights. You know what I'm saying? Um, total of 58 fights. He won He won 50 fights. Lost six fights. And two were no contests. Okay. Total of title wins is six. Okay, that's cool. Title defense is nine. Total fights on um, KO wins, ten. Um, and total losses, V8, uh, knockout, five. 
He had a total of 44 KO wins. You know what I'm saying? But again, he was fighting a bunch of over-the-hill champions and a bunch of bums, a bunch of, like, nobodies. Tyson did not fight the boy. And not, I'm not knocking boxing boxing fighters or nothing like that. I know that it takes a lot of training, a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work to be a professional boxer, to be a professional football player, basketball player, um, baseball player. You know what I'm saying? I know it takes a lot of hard work. You know what I'm saying? To sit up there and take just headshots to earn a check is something that a lot of people can't do. You know what I mean? Nobody, a lot of people can't take a punch. So I'm not sitting up here knocking Tyson. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he was a total complete trash, but I think that people are overlooking the fact that in Tyson's era, he didn't fight nobody. And when he got to Lennox Lewis, you know what I'm saying? He got Lennox Lewis destroyed him. Lennox Lewis destroyed him. Lennox Lewis wanted to fight Tyson forever, man. Lennox wanted to fight him forever. And Valen Holyfield wanted to fight Tyson forever. And he kept ducking. He kept ducking those two. He said he wasn't ducking, but he was ducking those two. You know what I mean? And, you know, by the time he got to Lennox Lewis, he... he Lance Lewis destroyed him. Destroyed him. You know what I'm saying? And Tyson was way, way washed by then, you know, the drug use and the coke and all that got to him. And he wasn't really trained like he's supposed to. And not at the point when he got to Lance Lewis, he was just doing it for a check. You know what I'm saying? And again, with Valen Holyfield, everybody know what happened with that. I mean, where is he great at? Okay, so we're going to go through his stats. Know what I'm saying? We're going to go through his stats. Not all 28, not all 58 fights, but you're going to look back and listen to this podcast and be like, damn, you know what? He really didn't fight nobody. No, he didn't fight nobody. You know what I'm saying? Who did he fight? That was his nemesis. Like every great champion had a nemesis. You know what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali had Frazier. You know what I'm saying? Hell, Muhammad Ali, Frazier, and Foreman as nemesis. Like their nemesis. Like, like people are fighters that were pretty much being close to equal to them. You know what I'm saying? They gave him the toughest time. Who did Tyson beat? That was his nemesis. Mitch Green? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost choked on that one. Mitch Green? <laughs> we all know what happened with that story. Mitch Green, you know what I'm saying? But um, come on, man. Who did he fight? In the fights he fought, is he... The fighters who could have been their nemesis or his equal match were past their prime too as well. And he they got he got destroyed by them. Valen Hortyfield destroyed them. Lynx Lewis destroyed them. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. You guys need to wake up and understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't fight nobody. Like when when Tyson came into boxing in the early 80s, you know what I'm saying? Boxing was going through a transition. You know what I mean? Like, Muhammad Ali retired in 80, 1980. Uh, um, Larry Holmes, by the time he fought Larry Holmes, he was past his prime. Then he fought, you know what I'm saying? He fought Michael Spinks, you know what I'm saying? Michael Spinks is not, not, not no real threat. I mean, you know, Michael Spinks was a solid fighter, but he wasn't no serious, serious threat. Um. So, okay, so boom. So we're going to go through it, man. We're gonna start off with May 3rd, 1986, his 20th fight. I'm not gonna through, go through all of them. I'm gonna go through most of them, man. James um, James Tillis, he won that fight. You know, you, you, you unanimous decision. 
Then the 21st fight, May 20th, 1986, he fought Mitch Green. He won that fight. You know, his decision. You know what I'm saying? And then the 22nd fight, uh, June. No, uh, June 13th, 1986, he fought Reggie Gross. He was a fight TKO first round. Like, okay, who's Mitch Green? Okay, who's Reggie Gross? And I know he's on the climb to, you know, know what I'm saying, getting a, a title fight. So, boom. So, we're going to keep going. All right? Nobody's there so far, right? Nobody that you could say, oh, man, that was a tough fight. All right, boom. So, we're going to go to the 23rd fight. June 28th, 1986, um, Williams Hosa, he wins that fight TKO first round. Okay, his 24th fight, July 11th, 1986. Lorenzo Boyd, he wins that fight KO second round. Okay, 25th fight, uh, July 26th, 1986. Marvis Frazier, he wins that fight KO first round. Then 27th fight, August 17th, 1986. Uh, Jose Rebeltia, he wins that fight, TKO, 10th round. Okay. Um, okay, this is where, you know, at this I think is where the, um, he won the championship. His 28th fight, November 22nd, 1986. Trevor uh, Breckett, he wins that fight, TKO, second round. Okay. He beats him. You know what I'm saying? He was a solid fighter, but he wasn't like a, 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 a Joe Frazier or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Muhammad Ali fought serious fighters like Foreman, Frazier, serious fighters. And um, and who else? Ken Norton. Uh, I can go on and on and on about the fighters he fought. Um, okay, go on to the next one. James Smith, March 7th, 1987. He wins that fight on his decision. Um, what else? Let's see. Then he goes to number 30, May 30th, 1987. Plinkin Thomas wins that fight. TKO, sixth round. Uh, August 1st, 1987. Tony Tucker wins that fight on decision. And October 16th, 1987. Terrell Briggs or Biggs uh, wins TKO seventh round. Boom, there we go. Number 33, January 22nd, 1988. Larry Holmes, he wins that fight, TKO fourth round. And this is the fight where he wanted to uh, get back at Larry Holmes for what he did to Muhammad Ali. And when Muhammad Ali was towards the end of his career, he wanted to get back at Larry Holmes. That was because um, Tyson was a big Muhammad Ali fan growing up, and he said he never liked what Larry Holmes did to Muhammad Ali in that fight. Um, but, I mean, Muhammad Ali took the fight, so, you know. But um, Larry Holmes pretty much, did, like, punished uh, Muhammad Ali in that fight, knowing that Muhammad Ali, you know, didn't have nothing left in the tank. You know what I'm saying? at that point in his career and Tyson you know took a revenge on um Larry Holmes and he destroyed Larry Holmes in that fight but again I want to reiterate you know what I mean like um Larry Holmes was past his prime by then you know what I'm saying so so far 
I haven't named anybody that, you know, could have been his nemesis yet, have I? I mean, Larry Holmes past his prime, way, way past his prime. I mean, have I named, did I name anybody that, you know, like, man, that, that guy was a tough fight. See, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, and I'm gonna fin- let me finish the list, man. So he fought Larry Holmes, right? Then 34th fight, uh, March 21st, 1988, Tony Tubbs, he wins TKO second round. Tony Tubbs was a was a solid fighter, but he wasn't no again, he wasn't no Fraser. Okay. Okay, February 25th, 1989, Frank Bruno, solid fighter, but he wasn't no, you know what I'm saying, nemesis type fighter that, you know, could be a thorn in his side, in Tyson's side, you know what I'm saying? Um, wins the fight, TKO fifth round. Then June 21st, 1989, 37th fight. Carl Williams wins the fight, TKO first round. And then the 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 the, the fight of the fight of the his career, the 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 uh, the loss of his career, February 11, 1990, Buster Douglas, he loses that fight, KO 10th round. I thought it was the eighth round, but it was the tenth round. And let's talk about the Buster Douglas for a second. Buster Douglas was a journeyman fighter. You know what I'm saying? This is the fight that exposed Tyson for who he was as a fighter, and the fact that Tyson has problems with fighters who have a long reach. And throughout the fight, you know what I'm saying? Buster Douglas showed that. If you have a really good jab, which Buster Dudley does, and you can move around the ring, you can beat Tyson, possibly. And and if you're bigger than him and you you put you put pressure on Tyson with a counter counter um offense, then the, you've seen the outcome would happen. He got his he's got his he's got his muffin knocked off. Buster Dudley was a journeyman, man. He wasn't no top tier fighter. And he lost that fight. So where is Mike Tyson great at? Is he great for just, you know what I'm saying, knocking out bums? Because that's what he's been fighting all his career. He fought Buster Douglas. He was a journeyman. What had what did Buster Douglas do after he won the title from Tyson after that? Absolutely zero. So let's go on, man. Let's go on. 39 fight. June 16th, 1990. Henry Tillman. KO, first round. 40th fight. Uh, December 8th, 1990. Alex Stewart wins TKO, first round. Uh, March 18th, 1991. Donovan Ruddick. That's Razor Ruddick. Uh, he wins TKO, seventh round. Then he fights him again in a rematch June 28th, 1991. Donovan Ruddick, uh, he wins anonymous decision. Uh, and then, you know, Donovan Ruddick, solid fighter, but not no, not no t- top tier. Not no top tier, man. He don't, Tyson don't fight a top tier fighter until way in his career. So let's keep going, man. I'm, I'm going to show you guys. Number 43, August 19th, 1995, Peter Neely. Wins the fight, uh, DQ. I don't know what that means. Disqualified? I don't know. Um, 
44 fight, December 16, 1995. Buster Mathis Jr. wins the fight, KO third round. All right. 45th fight, March 16, 1996. Frank Bruno, solid fighter, but not no top tier. Wins the fight, TKO third round. September 7th, 1996. Bruce Selden wins the fight, TKO first round. Solid fighter, but not top tier. He doesn't fight a top tier fighter until June 9th, 1996. Evander Holyfield loses TKO 11th round. Then he fights him again. And uh, the, the, he gets t- TKO in the 11th round, the first one. And then he fights him the next year, June 28th, 1997. Vander Holyfield, he loses disqualified for, you know, the biting of the ear and the whole nine. He loses. So I'm going to keep going to show, show, prove my point, man. 49th fight, June, January 16th, 1999. France, France, Francisco Bota. Wins the fight, fifth round KO. Um, October twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. Orlando Norris. Um, I don't know what NC means. I don't think they fought that fight. Uh, January 29, two thousand. Julius Francis wins the fight, TKO second round. Um, June twenty four, two thousand. Uh, Luz Sub wins the fight, TKO first round. Uh, October 20th, 2000, Andrew Bota, uh, Andrew Galata, I'm sorry, um, NCRTD3, I don't know what that means, I don't think they, I think, you know what I think happened in that fight, I think I watched that fight, I think he kept hitting him with low blows, Andrew um, Galata, because Galata was known for being a dirty fighter at the time, Galata could have been a championship, a champion fighter, Galata was really good, but he could not stop himself from hitting below the belt and being a dirty fighter and it came to the point to where you know he he couldn't fight no more you know what i'm saying because he was just you know i remember when he fought riddy bow and he was doing the same thing hitting below the belt so i think he got disqualified in that fight too as well in the third round or something like that if i can remember but october 13 2001 um Nelson wins the fight, RTD six round. Then he fights a top tier fighter, June eighth, two thousand and two. Lennox Lewis loses, KO eighth round. I mean, come on, man. Mike Tyson is so overrated. Uh, February twenty second, two thousand and three. Clifford Ininis wins the fight, KO first round, and. He went okay, and then he goes July 30th, 2004. Danny Williams loses KO fourth round. Who's Danny Williams? He's towards the end of his career and he's old, slow, and you know, the drug use has slowed him down, so he can't really do nothing. June 11, 2005, Kevin um, McBride, Kevin McBride loses the fight, RTD sixth round. So there you have it. That's Mike Tyson's career in a nutshell. I mean, he didn't find anybody, guys. I mean, I'm sorry to bust your bubble. He's the most overrated fighter that I ever seen. Yes. Joe Joe Fraser don't even get the, the, the recognition that he needs. You know what I'm saying? Joe Fraser is one of the greatest fighters that I ever fought, man. And he don't get the recognition that he deserves, man. 
people just love jumping on this Tyson bandwagon because he was knocking out plumbers and 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 um principals and you know what I'm saying and 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 truck drivers like he didn't fight nobody and then when he did fight a top tier fighter that was past his prime other than you know Larry Holmes he got his muffin knocked off or he bit off their ear like come on guys come on you guys gotta think guys gotta think guys gotta look at who he fought you know what I'm saying and you know again boxing too is is still dominant by the mob and stuff like that so you know beginning his career a lot of those fights people were taking dives to get a bigger payday so honestly did Tyson really have all those knockouts you know you know you know boxing early on was you know corrupted and 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 rigged and and controlled by the mob early on you know what I'm saying so how many of those fights really did he win early on in his career how many of those fighters did he really knock out early on in his career well a lot of those fighters taking dives to get a bigger uh payday or you just don't know man because like i said early on in in his boxing career the mob had their hands all in boxing at that time you know what i'm saying so you know some of those early fights could have been dives man who knows but as far as like his 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 reign as champion i mean he didn't fight nobody he fought a lot of nobodies you know what i'm saying and then when he got to the fighters who kind of matched him in skill somewhat top tier he got his got his he got his he got his head knocked off so i want you guys just to you know uh think about you know really sit down and think about you know what i'm saying that's why that's why that's why when tyson when somebody say oh yo tyson when he's in an interview or something like that he's like you know tyson you're one of the best the greatest fighters and he'll he'll tell you himself he's like no, I'm not really the, the, one of the greatest fighters. I'm, I'm not the greatest fighter. He's like Muhammad Ali, as like, you know what I'm saying? He know he's not one of the top tier fighters. You know what I'm saying? He knows that. But you people get so blinded by all the, the knockouts and him knocking out plumbers and all that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really fight nobody. And when he did fight top tier fighters, he lost. He lost bad. So, yo, man, just think about it. Uh, if you want to look at the these stats... You can go to the website. Uh, it's called www.materialbot.com. That's M-A-R-T-I-A-L-B-O-T.com. Boxing slash M slash Mike dash Tyson. And you can look at his his stats from, you know, his boxing career and stuff like that. And then, you know, I know that, you know, he went to jail and all that for um, alleged rape charges and all that stuff. Like like I said, man, who knows what happened with all that? Um, Mike Tyson was a wild boy back then. You know, he made a lot of money, spent a lot of money. He did a lot of legal things, you know, in his reign and his time. Um, you know, after all that he's done and been through in boxing, I will say this. I'm, I'm happy to see the place that he is now in his life. You know what I'm saying? He seems like he's more a peaceful person now. You know what I'm saying? He seems like he's more at peace of, um, more at, he's, he seems happier, you know? Tyson's went through a lot of, lot of stuff in his life, though. I will say that. He went through a lot of stuff. He grew up, you know, poor, like a lot of us, and he grew up in foster homes and stuff like that, so... 
he's been through a lot. He's, he was molested by his, his uncle and all types of stuff, man. Allegedly, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I think he said that in an interview, but I'm just going to say allegedly because I'm not too sure. But um, he's been through a lot, man. He's been through a lot. I like Tyson more as a person than, you know what I'm saying, a fighter. Because as a fighter, you know, he tried to put on his persona of being like the toughest. You know, like, don't get me wrong. He does have skill. You know, he, he, he does have skill as a fighter. But I'm saying as far as like the greats, you know, people are so quick to put a label on somebody and label them great. And honestly, you, where is he great at in boxing? You know what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali fought fighters, real fighters. You know what I'm saying? You know, Frazier broke his jaw. He still continued to fight. Like, he he fought guys like Foreman, George Foreman. And, you know, that's a great fighter. That's a, 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 a top-tier fighter. Foreman is a top-tier fighter. Joe Frazier is a top-tier fighter. Sugar Ray Robinson. I mean, Sugar, yeah, Sugar Ray Robinson, top-tier fighter. Sugar Ray Leonard, top-tier fighter. You know what I'm saying? These are top-tier fighters, man. Um, Marvin Hagler, top tier fighter. I mean, um, uh, Roy Jones Jr., pound for pound, one of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else, man? Roy Jones, man, top top tier fighter. In his prime, that dude was just amazing to watch. It's just. Sports is not what they used to be, man. Roy Jones, man. Oh, man. His prime, man. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. But, you know, those are top-tier fighters. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that I really enjoyed um, growing up. Um, Shane Mosley was another fighter, top-tier fighter that I enjoyed. Uh, growing up, you know what I'm saying? Um, who else, man? Um, Sugar St. Mosley, um, who else? Who else? It was so many fighters, man. You know, um, so many fighters coming up, you know, in the 90s and the 80s. Now, I just, I don't even know. Like, the heavyweight division is non-existent. Um, the middleweight division is, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, sports is not what it used to be. You know, you used to have guys that were really actually talented. You know what I'm saying? And really, again, really loved the sport and did it for the love of the sport. They didn't do it. Yeah, they did it. You know, they wanted to get paid for the hard work they put in, but that wasn't their ultimate goal. A lot of the cats like Roy Jones. Roy Jones loves to fight. Like, he's still fighting at the age of, what, over 50? I mean... They just don't make fighters like that, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They just don't make... um, They don't make fighters like that. But Mike Tyson is so overrated, guys. I mean... I mean, you can look at... You can look at the stats for yourself. I mean, if you're around that... If you like 35 and, uh, and older, you, you probably would have caught Mike Tyson's career. Maybe 40 and older, you would have caught Mike Tyson's career and understand what I'm saying. Like, you know, when you're a kid, like I said, you don't understand what's going on, really. You're looking at somebody just knocking everybody's head off. Man, he looked... But you look at it, he didn't really... He, he fought a bunch of... He bumped a bunch of bums, man. He didn't fight nobody because Mike Tyson, like I said, he came in at the right time in boxing and he capitalized. 
perfect. He he just came in at a perfect time, in 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 in, in a time when boxing was making a transition. A lot of like again, a lot of the top tier fighters were you know past their prime, and a lot of the top tier fighters retired. And you know Tyson just capitalized on that. You know what I'm saying? And he capitalized big. So that is my take in this podcast episode. I like to thank everybody for tuning in. If you like, please share my podcast episode with everybody that you know. But that's my take. I am your gracious host, Jupiter Nine, and I just want to say peace and love to everybody. Take care. One.